everybody. This is your host, Sophia Nelson, author of Be the One You Need, the new book that hits stores in January 2022. We decided that we wanted to start a podcast because of the engagement on social media and so many people reaching out and saying that they really struggle with self-care. I have a great guest today, one of my very best friends, one of the people in my front row of life. Uh, If you know anything about the woman code, you know about the front row. And Dr. Sabrina Jackson is... Someone that I really like to have on a number of my platforms because not only is she a clinical therapist, not only has she taught at the college level, uh, she's a personality in Detroit, Michigan and nationally on TV, radio. She is a a, a trainer in corporate America, did work with McDonald's for years. Um, She's just an amazing all around people person, people expert. So Dr. Sabrina, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Sophia. This is a great needed topic. Well, let me say this. Thank God you're home. Uh, you were in Texas. You got caught up in Houston in that awful storm. Uh, give us a little insight. How are folks doing down there? Well, you know, it was very difficult um, for everybody because they're not used to the weather. They're not used to uh, snow. They're not used to frigid cold to where lots of people's pipes burst. In fact, where I was staying, my niece's home next door, they had just sold their place. They were supposed to close on Friday. Mm. And then when they went in to look, the pipes had burst and it was flood in the whole place. So they couldn't close. They have to get that all fixed. And so a lot of issues are going on. But what I will say is that I did see people really helping each other. And I find that a lot when there is a crisis, people just dig in and help each other. So that was very encouraging to see. Well, uh, I want to stick there for a moment, but I'm really glad you're back home. Um, You know, a lot of friends, a lot of sorority sisters, you have family there, obviously. And our thoughts and prayers are with you, Texas. I know that many of you listen to me and uh, we're thinking about you. And I tell you what, um, you know, one of the best examples I've seen this week of humanity and grace on top of what you just talked about, Sabrina, was uh, Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez all of 29 years old, uh, congresswoman from the Bronx, uh, you know, people like the Joker make fun of her on Twitter. And, you know, it seemed like the governor of Texas was trying to blame her for the climate crisis and saying all kind of craziness. And you know what she did with that negativity? She turned it around, raised $3 million, got on a plane, went to Texas and helped to feed people. And I saw her today hold a press conference. And and all of my listeners know, you know, I'm a, a center right moderate, Republican, at least I used to be before that didn't exist anymore. That's another blog for another day, another podcast for another day. But I really just was touched by that, Sabrina. And I believe that part of self-care is loving and taking care of you first for foremost. But it really feels good when you're in a healthy, good place to help others. And when you can take negativity that's being thrown at you and process it like she did. I just wonder what you think about that, the ability to take the, the bricks that people throw at you in a name calling and do something good with it. Well, you know, it, it's taking the, we hear the term 
um, life is going to throw you lemons, but you take the lemons and make lemonade. So you add some sugar to it. So whenever you think about negativity that comes your way, you can do something positive with it, but it's a choice that you make. And so I have tons of stories of clients and even with myself, because, you know, I have locked hair. My hair is in locks. And so I am on TV here. And so I've had people write nasty, horrible things about my hair. And I could go back and you don't know nothing. No, I use it as a teachable moment. I use it as a moment to talk about the differences in our hair and how our hair grows. My hair grows tight out of a follicle. And then doing something to help someone who may have locks, who may not um, have the support that they need to get their hair tight and quickly and things of that nature. So it's always looking at the situation and seeing how you can make a, a better situation out of it. Yeah, let's stick there because one of the, um, we tend to get, I find, uh, whether it's through email, you can leave a voicemail for us here on the Mm -hmm. podcast, which is great, but you tend to get feedback in groups and clumps where people are feeling some kind of way about something. And one of the really big topics that came up this morning when I was speaking at a leadership summit in California was how really exhausted and affected people are Sabrina by social media and the nastiness and how it has really impacted people's real lives uh, and really it's taken us to a level of incivility we haven't been in for a moment so I'd like to kind of open this podcast with you just kind of talking to us about what what is this uptick a of nastiness meanness that, that you think is going on and why people have just become so incredibly it seems unkind to each other and, and how is it that we can navigate that, um, you know, in our day-to-day lives and in our engagement on social media and to try not to be affected by that so much? Well, I think, first of all, is that social media was designed to help make us more social, but it has done the opposite. Actually, people are less social. They don't know how to engage when you're in a person's face. Just the common things that we do and common courtesies of just how to maintain eye contact and how to cordially smile when you're speaking to someone. All those things seem to have flown out the window. But the other thing that has happened is that people feel a freedom and a liberty to say things that they would not say to your face but they can say it on social media. And so it gives people a platform for the ugly parts of them to come out. So yeah, you'll find people saying very mean and nasty things. So if they're a bully, they're a bully on TN on social media. And so you, we are just seeing the, the, the core of what ugliness is inside of a lot of people. And so you have to, if you're the person that's reading it, if you're the person that is aimed at, you have to control what's inside of you because people are doing what's inside of them, not what's inside of you. And if you have that mindset, you won't take it personally. You won't uh, stay up at night pontificating over what someone said about you on social media. Nine times out of 10, the people don't even know you. That's that's what I always say. They don't even know me. They don't yeah. really even know me. So when they, they don't care about? about you either, or they wouldn't talk like that. Um, you know, I often ask people, you'll see me sometime. And you know, when you have my kind of platform and you do what I do in the world, I get all kind of hate every day. And every once in a while, I'll clap back and say your mama or something like that. And everybody <laughs> starts laughing because what can you do with that? I mean, I'm not going to, there are times if it is a personal 
what I feel like is a violation of one of my codes or ethics or something that I feel very strongly about in terms of the sanctity of democracy or this great country we live in. Sometimes I'll go toe to toe with people, but you're right. It literally takes life force out of you. And I just want to say to the listeners listening to this today, we're talking to Dr. Sabrina Jackson, and we're talking, of course, about self-care, but I really wanted to talk about self-care and social media and being social on this podcast because it is something that you guys are pinging me about a lot that you're really struggling with a couple things one on the one hand you're struggling with isolation from covid Mm -hmm. uh even Mm -hmm. though we are almost a year in march next month it'll be a year since the outbreak became official um and people are struggling as we know we've seen suicides up we've seen um financial distress up we know that COVID has disproportionately impacted women, single moms, single women, working women, whatever. They've had to drop out in some cases out of the workforce because they got to take care of their kids and they couldn't manage online school plus the job plus the everything else. And so one thing, Sabrina, is people are feeling isolated. On the other hand, because of Zoom and all of this new kind of contact that we're having with each other, people feel overstimulated, right? Yes. I hear people say, I hate Zoom. Yeah, I'm zoomed out. So talk to me about how can I be feeling on the one hand isolated and and distressed from that, but on the other hand, overstimulated. Well, the first thing about being isolated is that you are now in a whole new realm of normal. So the thing that was your normal routine every day, getting up, getting the kids dressed, getting them to school, you going to work, you're engaging with your coworkers, all of that. Now you don't have any of that. So you're isolated in your space with the people that's there. If you have people that's there. So yes, for the single mom, they have their kids, but the kids, don't, they don't get to go out and go with their friends or get a moment to themselves as the mama. So yeah, you're feeling isolated and overwhelmed in that sense. But the other thing about this whole new uh, virtual reality of me talking to people if you got a court case, if you're trying to do your uh, insurance, what you got your doctor's appointments, if you're doing therapy, everything is on Zoom. And you can literally Zoom all day and it is draining. The fact that you're watching a screen all day is very da- dangerous. And there's some studies out talking about the impact that it's having on our brain and the impact that it's having on our eyesight. So yeah, you can become overwhelmed at that and you gotta be able to take a break. But if you can't, because you're the mother that's making sure your kids are set up on their social media, you know, on the Zoom so they can do their classes. And then you gotta monitor and make sure that they're doing what they need to do. And then you're jumping in on a meeting for work or you may be jumping in if you're a minister. Oh my goodness, the ministers and the preachers and the people that have to deal with that. Everything is taking over in that realm. And yes, it is definitely overwhelming. Well, talk to our single folks, not moms, not kids, um, single, single young, single emerging, single middle-aged, single older. Talk to them about isolation and, and what, how can you practice self-care in your isolation if you're alone? If you are alone, this is such a great opportunity. I always feel like when you find things that are a struggle, when you find things that are difficult, then it's an opportunity 
for you to become innovative. It's an opportunity for you to do something that you've never done. And so one of the things that I want single people to think of is that we navigate the world through our five senses. So pay attention to the things that you like in each of your senses. That helps you to navigate the space and the time that you have alone. What things do you like to hear? What things do you like to listen to? So make sure you're listening to your favorite music and maybe a comedian that you like, but things that you listen to. Then what things do you like to watch? What things are you looking at? Whether it's uh, going on the internet and looking up art that you like and that you're looking at it and it just does something for you and your spirit. It's a personal thing that brings you joy. Then what are the things that you like to smell? What are the scents that you like? So make sure that you have uh, lavender, which is naturally calming. Whatever scents make you excited or happy when you smell it is very important because you're there by yourself. You get to do these things because you like it. And then what are the things that you like to taste? You know, you don't have to always taste things that are sweet or carbs or the that kind of thing. You can taste things that are healthy and good for you, but they're still um, stuff you like. And so for me, I am a person that loves, oh my goodness, do I love those little roasted uh, Brussels sprouts. Love <laughs> me too. them. Me too. I love them. Me too. And I've learned how to make them and sprinkle a little Parmesan cheese on top. It's just the moment for me. And then lastly, tactical things that that you feel. And so that sometimes is very difficult because people think that if if I don't have anybody here, then I can't I can't experience the feeling of like a hug or anything like that. Mm-mm. Yes, you can. Get your favorite blanket. Put it in your dryer. Let it get nice and warm and then wrap yourself up in that warm blanket and watch your favorite movie. It is a moment of joy, joy, joy. <laughs> but when you, <laughs> just so, so let me say this about what she just said. Let's let's do what Oprah would call. Let's put a pin in it. And this is like a Oprah would call it an aha moment or a tweet tweetable. So let me say this. What she said was something very important. First and foremost, let me be clear that we are in no way, shape or form belittling the fact that when you're alone, that's real and we need people god designed us in every way to be connected and what she's saying however is that if you can tap into this what i call being the one you need at least in the short term right because we know that this is temporary we know that there will come a day again when we can run around in the sun we can go to the beach we can go sit and have dinner with 20 of our friends we can have birthdays, we can have graduations, we can have weddings, we can have baby showers, we can do all of that good stuff again. But in the short term, all of us, ironically, are in the same boat, whether you live in Texas, whether you live in Maine, or Oregon, or California, or Georgia, or Virginia, we are all living through the same shared experience. Indeed, globally, we're living through the same thing. So what she said is in the short term, focus on you focus on what you like something as simple as your favorite blanket and putting it in the warmth of a dryer get you a little popcorn or whatever you like and turn on something or a good book or listen to some good every morning i wake up this is a this is a something that i'll share i do three things i pray first and i give god thanks even if i'm not in the mood to thank god i don't want to talk to god I make myself say thank you that you woke me up for another day. The next thing that I do is I come down to my office and I'll get some water and I'll brew some coffee. And then I put on my favorite classical music, which is Claude Debussy. 
and I love just listening to it. And I listen to maybe it's Rachmaninoff one day. Yes, I'm a nerd and I love classical music. But before everybody else wakes up, before the neighborhood starts moving, before the doorbell starts ringing and the Zoom starts, I make space for me. And I think, Sabrina, what you said is really powerful to focus on your five senses and the focus on the things you feel, the things you smell, the things you see, the things you hear, and the things that you know, basically, or or that you are um, wanting to experience. And, And I think that one of the things that we neglect when we're by ourselves, and again, understand what we're saying. We're not saying we don't get that being by yourself all the time is tough because everybody needs love. Everybody needs somebody to talk to. So find somebody to talk to. There's always somebody that will talk to you. If you've got nieces, nephews, sons, daughters, grandkids, great grandkids, you've got the ladies that live down the street or your girls used to play cards with, whatever it was or is, you can do it on Zoom. Sabrina has Zoom parties. I've seen her have a, they have a DJ. They make their cocktails. Shall do. They, they create <laughs> a reality that says, yeah, I might be in here by myself. But I can bring some people in. I can put some music on. I can read a book. I can cuddle up. I can put my heater and my blankie on and put my PJs on. Whatever makes you feel good, that's what we're telling you to try to focus on. Don't focus on what you don't have. Don't focus on what you lack. Focus on you and what you need to be there for you. Sabrina, as we wrap up, and I'm going to have you back many more times, uh, particularly as we get closer to the book launch next year, but I wanted you to be my first guest because you are big into self-care. And I just want to give you a moment to talk to women. I think that men in some ways do a better job about self-care because they'll get with the boys, they'll play basketball, they'll go to the gym, they'll use their work, they'll focus um, and they'll they'll make sure they get that whatever they need in the man cave or whatever they need. And I think that women, like we talked about earlier, Sabrina, have been really impacted by this in a really negative way because they're trying to do it all. So I want you to talk about two things as we wrap. One, I want you to speak to women of color, particularly African-American women, about undoing the damage of being told that you shouldn't come first. That in fact, it's almost mm-hmm. sinful if you put yourself first. Mm-hmm. And then the second mm-hmm. thing I want you to talk to all women about some things that they can do to take better care of self as we're coping with COVID. And it's, it's going to be here for a while. The president says we might not be out of this till Christmas if we're lucky. That's a long time. So That's a long time. Yeah. So 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 talk to sisters first and, and why we've been trained that way. And then talk to uh, all of us as women about what things we need to be doing to really put self first and not feel guilty about it. Well, first to my sisters, we have a history in this country of being uh, used, being abused. Um, When we are used and abused, being made to suppress our emotions, to not share when we are hurt. Uh, All of those things are real for women of color. And not just, you know, black women, just any women women of color, especially in this particular country. So it's important to move past that. It's important to say that was then, but this is now. And it is powerful when you can stand in your truth, when you powerful, when it's okay 
to not be okay. It's okay to say, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not feeling my best today. I need a break today. I need to rest today. I need to just take care of me because the number one leading cause of death among women is heart disease. And so often we are not taking care of ourselves because we are running ourselves down to the, and that's for all women. We are running ourselves. We are doing for our children. We are doing for our man. We are doing for our parents. We're doing the caregiver's role. We're doing so much that we're not taking care of ourselves. And so hear this. You are not a human doing. You are a human being. Whoa, stop, 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 stop. Whoa, whoa. We can't let that one go by. Y'all hear that? Say that again. Tell them one more time what you were saying. You are not a human doing. You are a human being. So a part of self-care is learning how to be. Learning how to quiet yourself. Learning how to have a moment. I used to love that commercial, that little bathing commercial that used to say, Cal God, take me away. Oh, yeah. Because at the end of the day. You're dating yourself, girl. I know. (laughs) We need a moment. Yes. Take me away. Take me away. I need just need a moment. Even if you just go into the bathroom and put some candles on and listen to your favorite Jill Scott music or whatever, but do something for you. And then for all women, self-care is a requirement, not a recommendation. And I want you to hear me and hear me clearly. Uh-oh, you are wait, not... Stop, stop, stop. Uh-oh. Hold on. What? Tweet, tweetable. Uh-oh. Aha moment. She said, <laughs> self-care is mandatory. It is not optional. It is something that is a must. You got to take care of you, ladies and gentlemen. You got to put your mask on first, like they tell you on the airplane. You got to love you because trust me, and I'm getting back to Sabrina, trust me, when Sophia's happy and when Sophia's gotten sleep, and when she's well fed and rested, boy, is she a happy, gentle, nice human being. But God help people fooling with me when I'm none of those things, right? Am I right, Sabrina, though? Yeah, she's right. She's yeah. right about her. I'm different. Oh, you fucking go ahead. I'm different. I'm different. When I don't have my thoughts. needs to bed, I need to go to sleep. That's what I need to do. <laughs> but I want women to understand that we're not super women. We don't have a little S on our chest. We don't, we don't come with a little cape that's flying in the back. Mm-hmm. We are not super women. Hello. We need a break. We need to be able to say no. This is a big one. There's a power in saying no. And for women, so often we have not been given the license to say no. And we don't know when to say yes. So you have to tap into you for yourself when it's okay to say no and when it's okay to say yes because too often we say yes to the stuff we should have said no to and we say no to the stuff we should have said yes to and so then that leaves us unfulfilled unsatisfied unappreciated uh, unloved unwanted because we haven't taken care of owning our own truth tap into the you that's inside of you because there is nobody else on the planet like you. God knew what he was doing. He is so awesome that everybody's fingerprint is different. That means everybody's different. Even if we do the same things, we will never do them the same. So begin to love on yourself. Self-care has to do with self-worth and self-value. Value yourself. No matter what you do, no matter what you've done, no matter what you've been through, you are still valuable. And when you understand that and you know that, you'll take much better care of yourself.
So I tell you, I couldn't have said it better myself. This is Dr. Sabrina Jackson. Sabrina, tell them where they can follow you on social media and reach out to you if they need counseling or coaching or some of the things you do. Uh, You can go to my website, sabrinajackson.com, or I'm on the gram, Instagram at Dr. Sabrina Speaks, Facebook, Dr. Sabrina Jackson, and I have a TikTok. I'm TikToking, y'all. Oh, not TikTok. You with the young folks. Go ahead, girl. I'm TikToking. TikTok, (laughs) and you have the people expert on TikTok. So, yeah, reach out. I love to hear from you. And if you feel stuck and if you feel like you can't talk to somebody and you don't have a safe place to talk, and this is very important. I say this, and Sophia knows I say this all the time, that iron sharpeneth iron, yes. but it should not cut. Yes. So if I'm talking to you and I feel like I left and I feel like I've been beat up on or I'm bleeding, that's not the person no. that I needed to talk to. No, because I can correct you without making you feel horrible. Yes. I tell you what, folks, um, this is why she's in my front row. Um, This is why she's one of my friends. This is why I trust her enough to help my family to work through some very difficult things. And I am passionate about this being the one you need because I think so often we look outside of ourselves for everything and we're looking for somebody else to fix what hurt us and we're looking the one that hurt us to heal us and that ain't never gonna happen and we just lose sight of the fact that we are fearfully and wonderfully made Mm -hmm. and we were knitted in our mother's womb and if you can get back to that very powerful scripture a great visual image being painted of how we were formed and listening to what Sabrina said, which is code number one in the woman code, which is simply know your value. All self-care starts with me saying, wait a minute, I'm worth it. I, I deserve mm-hmm. some peace and quiet. I deserve some sleep. I deserve to eat. I can't tell you how many times I forget to eat because I'm doing and I'm running and I'm going. And then it's nine o'clock and I go, wait a minute, did I eat some food? Did I? I mean, that's not good self-care. It's not. And so make sure, Sabrina, tell them uh, how important it is quickly uh, to, to move, to be exercising or moving in this time. Oh, my goodness. Movement is so necessary because your body is doing some, revent- some it revitalizes itself through. There is healing that happens through movement. There are things that needs to happen in your body that only happens when you move. And so you should move regularly. I always say do something at least three times a week, uh, three times a week that gets your heart pumping, that gets you to perspire. And a lot of, you know, women, I'm just going to go there. Sometimes we too prissy. We don't want our hair sweated out mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. I know it's real, but we still need to do the things that's going to make us stay on the planet longer and stay on the planet longer healthier yeah i think that's right and something as simple as just walking every day Mm -hmm. and it's a great time of year particularly if you live back east and it's cold now and you know it's brisk in the morning and try to do things in the morning when you get up drink that uh room temperature glass of water dr oz says with a little bit of lemon squeeze in it that's my everything i do before i have coffee is you hydrate your body then you move you stretch you do yoga you don't have to have a big gym in your house you don't have to have an expensive gym membership you don't have to have a peloton like me you can move you can use the 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 medicine ball you can use weights but if you move every day and you should try to walk 10,000 steps a day and of course very few of us are able to do that now because we're not walking anywhere but from the office to the kitchen to the living room to the downstairs to the wherever right so you have to make sure that you're moving because your endorphins 
and, and serotonin and all the important things in your brain function. Am I right, Sabrina? That You are absolutely are- right. Those are generated and released and you need them. They are just the feel-good hormones that you need as well as it lessens the buildup of cortisone, which is the stress hormone that will settle right around your midsection, which is the number one problem that affects your heart. Yeah, and what I was going to say is, and, and would you say, Sabrina, that there's a link between this inactivity and the, the spike in depression? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. You feel good when you move. When you don't, you start to start to feel bad. Your body hasn't had the release of those positive and good endorphins, whether it's Oxycontin, whether it's serotonin, whether it's dopamine. All of those need to be released. And let me say this also, when we don't rest, when you don't get enough sleep, mm, those hormones are supposed to release, to re- to revitalize your brain functioning. When that does not happen regularly, that those hormones will begin to attack the brain. So it's important, important, important that you get to right. a deep level of sleep. Not this just every night napping. Mm-mm. Right. Yeah, and 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 just a, a quick uh, correction. She said oxycontin. She meant oxytocin, is what she oxytocin. meant. Oxytocin. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh Lord. Oxycontin is the drug. That's now, the you drug. Might want some of that too. But um, <laughs> on a very serious note, though, folks, I do this because I love you. I do this because I care. Doctor Sabrina does what she does because she cares, and we do it mostly because we've been there. We've been through it and we know what it's like. And so I hope this program was helpful. Again, we'll have Dr. Sabrina back because she's fabulous and she's so good at just the simple and helping you to figure your way out towards healing. So God bless you. God keep you on this self-care Sunday. We have a podcast every Sunday here. Be the one you need available exclusively on Spotify. We're excited about that. We're partnering with them as the book gets ready to launch out early next year. And just thank you, Sabrina, for coming. Thank you for having me. I love you, girl. Okay, you too, bye-bye.